When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan Honor System and Declan made plans for their future while flying to the moon. If Declan and System survive this mission, Alan agreed that they can retire in Dumfayrune. If they promise to help take out Xanthus, will these two rebels finally earn a happy ending? Or will Jeff Cinder Bezos kill them before they can fulfill their new dream? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. Now, admittedly, the moon doesn't have that much atmosphere, but what atmosphere it does have, you are currently plummeting through in uh, the, the the back end of um, the Cerulean origin. Um, having got your first glimpse of of the moon and what um, the forces of Amazon have been up to um, as the, uh, the top part of the rocket uh, tore away, uh, you can see it, it kind of fall into orbit and immediately deploy um, just a, a tremendous amount of um, of parachutes that, of course, uh, erupt uh, from the entirely only rocket-shaped looking object um, in a, a hilariously phallic way, uh, leading it to uh, begin drifting down, uh, just just a just a, a mushroom descending from the sky. Um, you, however, are are just hurtling um, through through the orbit uh, as Alan. You you attempt to finish uh, your tiny hut. So tiny hut um, luckily doesn't require you to roll anything um, in particular Correct. to cast. However, I am going to ask you to roll a concentration check on this Excuse uh, because me, sir. given that um, Declan gently pushing you one inch to the side was too much of a distraction for you to finish your job here. I got to imagine, uh, suddenly being decoupled by an exploding grenade and, and spinning, um, sort of, uh, head over, head over feet, um, is, uh, is a bit of a distraction. Now to be clear, this won't de-summon it. Um, it yeah. just might have. Uh, well, cause it's, it's also like not complete yet. Right. Yeah. So, and I imagine that like once it's complete, even though it's a stationary hut, it would still like obeys Newton Newton's like first law of motion. Oh yes, like, famed Faerun character Newton. You know, um, yeah, it was a goblin who had an apple fall on his head. I get it. Um, yeah. Yes, no, like once it's cast, you're fine, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, okay. You're not gonna need to worry about it, with the exception of like if you cast it and then it hurtles with great speed to the ground. It's a little bit like being in a, the world's safest elevator that is 
decoupled and just falling yeah, down yeah, multiple yeah. stories. No, but um, sure. yeah, I'm not gonna like you don't need to roll concentration past casting it. It's just cool. the the eruption of, of the grenade uh has somewhat uh thrown you off a bit. Um so uh that said I will give you advantage on this um okay. because you're pulling on um you're using the the technique that Morgan Kanan pointed out to you that you can like pull on multiple universes worth of stuff. And I think um you know there's something about being up here Amongst the stars, uh, that really brings that home uh, for you, and I, you're you're able to to pull on on those the celestial energies to see uh, if you can pull this off. Excellent. All right. The goblin's uh, so what full I'm... name is Sir Egg Sack Newton. I was going to say family of egg farmers. <laughs> is this just a basic concentration? Just have to beat ten. Yep. Okay. Cool. And I thankfully do with the fourteen. All right. So you're able to maintain your focus. Um, I mean, honestly, traveling with butthole, was, you got pretty good at, at ignoring. <laughs> and Bucky, for that matter, you got really good at, at just ignoring distractions. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're able to um, to finish the hut. Um, Declan um, and honor system. Um, you're now within. Uh, Laura, what, what is what is the, the effect of the hut? I don't think um, Alan's ever made one of these. What does what does Alan's Alan version made of this hut a look long like? time ago? Um, so so it looks uh, so it's transparent from the inside, so we can just see through it. Um, but from the outside, it's opaque and it's in whatever color I want it to be. Um, so it will be like a pitch black to hopefully be like s- somewhat like inconspicuous against like the night sky. <laughs> we'll see if that's a smart decision. But um even though like it's a dome on the ground, but because we're we were like in zero G, I would think it's a sphere. Yeah, by that. Um, is it is it bigger than the environment or is it a sphere that has been smushed into the square shape of the room we're in? No 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 it's it's only it's only a 10 foot radius. So it's like it's not it's not huge huge. Ten foot radius to be twenty feet wide. Twenty in all feet directions. of twenty feet, yeah, in all directions. Is this room twenty feet tall, Tom? Um, it was pretty big. It was a cargo hold. Um, cool. So I think I'll 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 say it's like a little squished on the sides, maybe cool. a little squished on the top. So it's not a, a perfect sphere. <laughs> it's uh, like a weird egg. rounded cylinder. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's just what, is, what are walls, but just a very specific <laughs> form of weather. <laughs> Yeah, it's, right. it's the. Uh, <laughs> what are walls if not weather persevering? It's it's a sphere that you order. Oh my god, <laughs> have an Emmy. Uh, it's the uh, it's the wish dot com version of a sphere. You know, like it's there was a sphere at some point, maybe somewhere, and you're just getting what you're getting. But uh, the important thing is that you can breathe inside it, and um, you can see out of it. Um, the problem remains, though, that you are plummeting um, from the sky. And um, as we established, uh, this thing will will protect you against the vacuum of space and against weather, but it's not going to protect you from getting fucking splattered uh, against the the insidest thing as, right, as you right, drop. Right, right, right. Um, it's not, so not at, that much sand on the moon. Is that what you're saying? No, sadly not. Not not. It's you're, you're not landing on Arrakis because uh, I couldn't get the rights. <laughs> Uh, you have to wait for a different show for that. So um, as you plummet, um, you, uh, you know, I think uh, all of you begin to like sort of like cast around for whatever you can find. Uh, unfortunately, you've already searched this place pretty heavily. So you know that there's not a whole lot here for you. Um, 
And there's a bit of desperation, obviously. Um, you know, you're in free fall. Everything's a bit nuts. Uh, at which point, um, uh, Alan, uh, you you feel um, just as, as you do kind of uh, uh, like it's a familiar sensation, but uh, you, you feel just kind of a bunch of fingers uh, just skitter kind of up your side um, and kind of peek out uh, Ratatouille style uh, of, uh, <laughs> of your, your jumpsuit. And... Um, uh, Billy fingers just kind of in slow motion as, as everything flies in arcs a little bit of a like baby Groot at the beginning of Guardians 2 when everyone's like fighting that monster and he's just running around um, just kind of skitters up um, and um, just kind of leaps and so in zero G um, uh, Billy fingers just kind of floats through the air as a, as a ball of, of, of fingies um, <laughs> just kind of drifting um, and uh, you notice that he begins to trace a pattern in the air um, with his fingers. Um, and suddenly he hits uh, the side of the hut and his uh, remaining f- and like two fingers kind of grab on and the rest of his fingers trace something in the air kind of Witcher style. Um, and all of a sudden the hut pops free of uh, of, of the, the like uh, the engine section that's mm-hmm. crashing from the sky uh, and begins to fall almost as though it's a feather. Um, and Alan, you feel a pulse of magic and it would seem that your, your, your small companion has been studying, uh, as, as you've been studying from Mordenkainen, Billy Fingers has been studying from you. Uh, and thus, Wait, do I know uh, this or you know it now? <gasps> he, he never let on, uh, this is entirely new behavior. Um, so the, uh, the, the hut, uh, Alan's hut, uh, begins to slowly drift, um, kind of like a, a beautiful slow falling, like Final Fantasy summons worth of of black yeah. orb, um, drifting towards uh, the ground. Um, and Alan, uh, as you you watch this and wonder, do you have an, any immediate reaction to to Billy Fingers having cast Featherfall? I am aghast and delighted and a little bit jealous because why can't I do this in this universe um, right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm honestly in, I, I'm just in awe. Like there's not much thought else thought like awesome. going through my head of just like, Billy. Alan, uh, why didn't you tell us you could do this? This is excellent. We're not going to die. At which point you see uh, a few things begin to drift um, as ashen gray, um, sort of uh, no longer moving uh, fingers uh, begin to fall away uh, from Billy. Um, you see them kind of drift towards you like cursed Cheetos in zero G. Um, <laughs> and you realize that, uh, yes, Billy fingers has, has gained the ability to, to draw power from this universe and to cast magic. Uh, but being a strange ethereal creature built by butthole farch, it has cost him rather dearly. Um, really? so he loses about a third of his mass. <gasps> Billy, um, no! as fingers begin to float around the cabin uh, with you of all manner of dead gods. Um, and he kind of gives you a feeble, like rock on uh, sign as he continues to, to maintain contact. Um, at which point uh, the orb makes moonfall. Uh, and suddenly the, the weight of gravity seizes all of you. Uh, and you are uh, still kind of thrown, thrown forward against the side of, of the hut. Um, but, uh, <laughs> luckily there, 
the gravity is not such that you get splattered as as perhaps you would have. Uh, fingers rain down around you uh, in a yeah grim weather. Uh, it, it turns out it's it's the only weather that the hut couldn't protect you from. Um, Alan, but, why is it raining fucking fingers inside your moon hut? I I don't know, and I I just I. I pick up Billy and just hold him in my palms, like before me, and and he's tinier. I know, Billy. What? Are you okay? Uh, and he gives you one of those weird thumbs up without a thumb, where it's just like a finger pointing up. But you know what it means. He's done it before. But it's, right, it's he, feeble. It's trembling a little bit. It seems okay. like he's number one. And <laughs> just I just, really I just kind of give like this, like kind of skeptical, like. Kind of a fucking looking deck. <laughs> well, you're not and giving me any information. You're asking a question to something made of fingers. It, I know, but he's a complex little being. Okay, what's he saying? And, uh, he's fine for now. Billy, don't don't do that again unless we are in absolute mortal danger again. Please, thank you. Wait, did he? He, uh, he gives a rolling gesture with his fingers of like. Like we just were, um, and then just pats you on the hand. Yeah, get come, come on back in the safety of 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 my inner pocket. He he finger limps back up to his little oh, his little ride along. I help him. <laughs> and no, he didn't build the hut, Declan. I built the hut. He slowed us down. Okay, so if I no, I'm not magic. If I cut off my fingers, I'm just not going to have any fucking fingers. So I'm not falling down this fucking path. Is your bird okay? The mum bird? Or the anti-mum bird? Do, 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 do. do we have yeah. a... Yay! <laughs> yes. Yes, little Richard's fine. All right, system, you're good? I am. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I look around. Do we see a way? Is there like a door that's... Says enter Moonbase here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and you'll never guess. Xanthus is outside taking a leak, and he's not looking your way. Uh, there's a oh. knife floating behind him. You just gotta push it forward. It's I'm pushing. I'm I'm, I'm pushing <laughs> yeah, the, the tiny roll, hut, American gladiator style. We're just going. I, I can't going shoot out of here. We had this conversation. You can yeah. leave the hut. All right. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Hello, friends. Ryan here for another ad, but this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40K, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. So, um, having made uh, Moonfall, um, you, uh, I'm, I'm going to use uh, just North, South, East, West uh, for the ease of all of our brains. Uh, obviously, those aren't like moon-accurate directions necessarily, um, but in looking up what moon accurate directions I could use, most of them are just based on like things on our moon that would be completely useless. He was like, where are you in relation to the sea of tranquility? I'm like in a different universe where that doesn't exist. Oh, cool. So hang a left. Um, and then I was like, maybe I could go spin word, but moons don't spin. So regardless, you're on the moon. <laughs> Declan looks at the other two and says, all right, for the sake of sanity, that's going to be north, that's south, that's east, and that's west, okay? Yeah, I don't want to get all fucky. In a very uh, Ender's Game kind of way, it's like whatever down is whatever way the, the goal is. Like whatever your feet are pointing, that's down. Um, great. So, um, yes, yeah, so you've landed um, south of uh, the Fulfillment Citadel. Um, and there is a chain of of these sort of um, uh, habitat pods uh, between you you between um, there and here. Um, so the good news is um, you've crashed um, rather close to um, a small fenced in enclosure that is under one of these um, these sort of uh, oxygen like basically these are atmospheric uh, bubbles that you can enter into. Um, very much in the vein of if you've played uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, there's like a lot of these spots where it's just like, a, a, you know, 
a dome that you can just walk into and as soon as you're in or like think the uh, the Gungan shields in Star Wars, like any of these sorts of things. The difference being that these are metallic um, or glass um, structures. They just have like a porthole that you can walk through. Um, but you don't need to do like any like hiss, hiss. I, you know, depressurize, repressurize all that shit because sci-fi. Um, so you've landed near a small one of these that almost looks like where you would store gardening tools. Uh, it's just kind of like a, a shed on the the edge of uh, the edge of this this particular chain of habitats. Um, you can see um, from here inside there are um, uh, definitely um, uh, suits um, that like sealed uh, oxygen. Uh, like I keep saying, I want to say Evo suits, but I feel like it's exos. No, Evo suits. It is Evo suits. Anyway, regardless, uh, spacesuits. How? Yeah. Um, bunch of spacesuits. Um, that uh, are, e- are Evo. Evo. Oh, great. Okay, fantastic. Extra vehicular so- operation. I think. Fuck yeah! All right, great. I was right the first time. Then I was like, "That's Something an olive like that. oil." What are you talking about, McGee? There are so, exoskeletons, so you're not wrong there either. Oh uh, yeah, but I don't want to give you like cool like Ripley from Aliens mech suits because uh, that that'd be too much. You already had your mech suit fun. Um, so you, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, EVO suits. Um, you can tell um, there are a couple of of like drastically dismantled buggies. Um, it would seem that the actual uh, operational buggies for the spot of uh, are are elsewhere um, or are not in use. Um, and yeah, basically it's like a little, again, like a fenced in garden enclosure if it had a little dome over it. Um, and then from there, um, there are kind of a, a chain, uh, a chain of these, these pods um, kind of going forward, but you're not quite sure what, what those are or how to get to them. Um, you can feel um, as soon as you, you kind of land um, the, the, cylinder hut is also trembling a bit um as you can feel um tremors occur throughout uh not constantly but every so often there'll be just sort of a series of low level tremors uh from whatever the hell they carved into the center of of the moon um there's clearly some operation that is is in progress there and is is active um your immediate concern, of course, is how to get uh, to the excursion center, which is the small, mm. small space. That said, given the way you got down here, which is like legitimately from a DM perspective, like pretty brilliant that you use the hut because it means you've got a safe spot to do this from um, right. and kind of to return to. Unfortunately, the hut can't move. Um, like uh, you can't American gladiators roll it. But um, given that you can enter and exit at will, um, certainly easy enough uh, to send an honor system out to get suits. So I think mm. we can save ourselves a couple moments of like that. Um, and it is, is it is EVA. Your your first your first oh, instinct was correct. No, I had an O on it anyway. It's extra vehicular activity in this God universe. Damn. You go. Uh, great. <laughs> so it's gonna um, bug me. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm glad you looked it up. It was bugging me. That's why I kept pausing ever so slightly before I said it. Uh, so EVA suits. Um, so I think, uh, would you all just send honor system to grab the suits? That yeah, that'd the make the most sense. sense. Yeah. If, if he can't move the hut, yeah. Because otherwise, if he can move the hut from the outside, we just ride. Uh, the hut so. can't move. Yeah. It's, it's one of its weird. Uh, the, yeah, then no. What's, yeah. It's to prevent uh, industrious parties from, say, I don't know, strapping it to the top of a donkey like a table and just keeping it with them for a million fucking seasons. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So system you're going out, is there anything, uh, y'all, there are, there are no immediate threats. Like, um, it was, you were not subtle. Uh, you were subtle in the sky, but dropping to, to the ground. They, they are aware. 
It is very funny because it is not the color of the moon's surface. <laughs> like it is no. pitch black. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it sticks out. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I don't know that space marble. I don't know that from the inside because it's transparent. So it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so regardless, uh, you know that your presence here is known. Um Obviously, um, but uh, beyond that, um, you, you don't have too much information to work from. But is there anything you'd want to do before he goes? Hmm. I think we got to move quick. System, do you need a gun? I have one, and I'll just brandish my SMG, my arm-mounted SMG. Considering everything rides on his success, Alan, is there any sort of weird magic you want to put on him? Um... I do, do like a body scan of what I feel like I can do. Just No, I mean, not yet. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out still kind of draw power and stuff. I understand. From this universe. You need to save your strength for the battles to come. All right. So system, I think you just got to go bring back at least two, you know, two suits. Do you, you don't need a suit for like the hand, do you? No, Billy, Billy. I think it's safe to say Billy doesn't need to breathe. Like, he's powered by, like, a crystal inside him, right? the bird will just hang out in there. Okay, yeah, two suits would be good. I will return shortly. And Honor System runs out of Alan's tiny hut. And uh, as soon as you do, you are uh, struck by uh, the the low gravity of the moon. Um, So Honor System, you take kind of a you know, a leaping stride forward. And um, we just have one of those classic, uh, like someone gets superpower type montage moments where the first few steps are kind of like super awkward because you were attempting to run. (laughs) I was thinking for a sec, okay, like obviously, yeah, the first time you step, it's going to be weird. But I was thinking like the gravity changed, like exiting the hut. And I'm like, on this world, gravity is weather. Everything you read before. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you you have an. I think it's it's particularly strange because as a an automaton, like a, an organic being trying to step on the moon and gravity being weird would lead to like a lot of like, oh no, like I'm going to try and compensate, do this stuff. Whereas I feel like a robot just determining I run forward means your running legs would still be going kind of at speed. So there's a, a weird like. Sonic the Hedgehog moment where your legs are just kind of digging through dirt um, before they gain enough <laughs> traction to propel you forward. Uh, but then soon you're, you're doing like the, the classic superhero, like I can't fly, but I can jump thing. I'm um, kind of taking those, those long strides. Um, and uh, you arrive at uh, the excursion center. So again, this is just a small space looking around um there, uh, the suit options are very limited. Um, you can tell that it's kind of been cleared out. Uh, there's enough to piece together two suits, um, or rather, I should say, uh, two kinds of suits. So, essentially, from what you can see, there are um, lightweight EVA suits that are meant for uh, kind of quick repairs close to base, not a lot of danger involved. Um, Definitely favoring um, uh, manual dexterity, so much thinner in order to provide like actual fingy support, as opposed to like, you know, if you think about our like our human real world spacesuits, where it's just like this is like five oven mitts. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. You get an elbow <laughs> joint and a knee joint, and that's about it. Yeah, fucking good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Aldrin. Um, 
alternatively, there is a much more sort of classic Earth-friendly uh, spacesuit. It's like more reinforced um, and uh, will clearly limit mobility a bit, but is is heartier. Um, so rather than uh, have a whole debate, like there's just an excess of these so you can pick. Uh, basically, it's up to you which ones you want to bring back. Um, you can bring back only two suits uh, because there's only enough parts to to assemble two suits. Uh, and you can configure them in either configuration. Uh, they can both be the same configuration. Uh, what do you what do you bring back? I bring back one of each. Okay, great. Um, so kind of gathering together the bits and pieces, um, you kind of hop back, uh, arrive back within the hut. Um, and, uh, in the meantime, uh, Declan and Alan, uh, you have a, a rather profound moment as, as honor system is doing this, obviously you'd be keeping an eye on him, but given that there are no immediate threats, um, where, uh, you see your, your home, um, or I guess sort of a, an image of your home, at least, uh, Alan, um, far, far, far above you. Uh, and for the first time, get an actual planetary sense of scale of uh, of the the world that Faerun is nestled in, of of the other continents, of of kind of all of the uh, the possible creatures uh, you could know or have ever known. Uh, and it makes Declan, I would imagine, probably makes you feel pretty small again in the greater scheme of of systems and cycles and everything else. Um, but Alan, you've got, you've got kind of higher designs. Uh, what does, what does looking upon the world of Faerun mean to you? Um, I think physically initially Alan kind of feels sick and throws up just because it's so, it's just disorienting, like leaving kind of the surface of the earth and, or the world and seeing it from this height was never anything that she would have imagined. I, I I don't think. Um, so, I mean, going between universes, whatever, but like <laughs> being that far above. Uh, so she throws up, um, but then quickly kind of gathers, gathers herself. Oh, um, Smith, what do you eat? What? What? You got smelly barf and it's weird. What the fuck do you eat? Who doesn't have smelly barf? Well, I'm just what saying it's shit? distinctive. It's very yeah. distinctive. You have and, smelly and open wounds there. I, I patched. Well, we know what I. They smell like fucking blood. It's not yeah. complicated. And what you my made, vomit like, smells like vomit. I I feel like you made this so hostile, and I don't know why. I just wanted to know if you <sighs> ate some sort of magic thing. If I'm going to run a farm, I need it to be successful. What do you eat? What do wizards eat? We can run a farm for wizards or we'll grow whatever weird bugs or shit stink mushrooms you just apparently eat. I, Jesus. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Um, Billy just pushes the vomit to the edge of the uh, the hut and then just kind of palms it through and just floats out the, the side. I, the little hand guy is growing on me, but... Uh, it's crazy looking up at the word, though, because I know I can't, but I feel like I could headshot a continent right now. <laughs> it is strange how small it seems. Yeah, and it's also kind of frustrating because I had like one really stupid friend who believed that the world was flat. And we had to end the conversation by me being like, well, if you were on the moon and you looked up then you'd know it wasn't fucking flat. But the problem is right now it just sort of looks like a circle. So it could arguably just be a flat circle. 
So I don't have any proof even having been up here because we were too busy shooting everything and then not dying during the part where I'd see more of the curve. But can we... <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Alan, like... like Honor system returns with suits. I didn't read that, uh, so, but I'm happy for you. Or sorry that happened. I'm <laughs> um, just not sure how to respond. Um... I I think though Alan though is thinking uh, to herself that uh, that maybe she's been too narrow in where she's drawing her like the magical energy from because I think she it always felt it always felt close but I think she starts seeing the potential that if she's feeling magic here as well, she built the hut in space that there's so much untapped potential in kind of the empty, the quote unquote emptiness surrounding the world. Yeah. It's, and it's literally like when people thinking of like got on airplanes for the first time and were kind of like, Oh man, I've driven places. So like, I know how big, Oh dear. What? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. Um, uh, Alan, I'm going to give you uh, one point of inspiration uh, for Ooh. just being like psyched up about what you could possibly uh, do with all of this information, and also just again, Warden Kanan's teachings coming coming home to roost. I'm not giving you a point of inspiration, but I did clear the vomit out for you, Declan. So everyone gets something. <laughs> um, uh, honor system, right? I was going to say, system, I saw you bouncing around out there. What do you calculate the gravity is here compared to Earth, sta- or I guess, Faerun standard? Uh, I provide a calculation saying it's like it's a it's a fraction of our typical terrestrial gravity. You will All need right, to everybody, just give me a second. Nobody say anything for a second. Just let me do the math real quick. Okay, yeah, I can snipe people here. All right, we're good. It's all just a ratio of distance and curve. We're fine. Again, Alan, I know curvature of the Earth and I know about gravity and how it all affects. It has to be a circle. It's just a visual problem for my stupid friend. Okay, we're good. <laughs> just straight up doing the uh, the Spider-Man from No Way Home thing. Just like, oh, math I can do. I can't do magic, <laughs> but math. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, great. So, um, yeah, with that, um, uh, Declan, you'll you'll know obviously that uh, for movement, uh, you'll just have to compensate. Like for sniping, it's one thing. Um it's part of the good news about having like ballistic weapons appear as well is like if, if it goes, it's just gonna go. So that'll be fine. <laughs> that bullet will travel for a long time until it hits something. Um or gradually gets pulled down by gravity. Okay, great. So you're all set. You're you're ready to rock and roll. Um at, uh, honor system, you've returned with two suits. So uh again, for uh in terms of um Alan and Declan. Um, one uh, has higher AC, um, but is bad for decks. The other is lower AC, has higher decks. The catch here being that um, these suits have their own uh, their own AC and their own HP, because obviously when you're in when you're fighting within any of these pods, um, they have gravity. You'll be able to to fight the way you normally fight. However, when you're outside of any of the the sort of hab pods. Um, when you're on the surface, damage to the suit could depressurize you and or could depressurize and kill you. Um, so the suit itself weirdly becomes your armor for a bit 
Um, if you're inside a pod, it doesn't matter. But if you're okay. bouncing around outside, your uh, your HP and AC will be much lower than they would be normally uh, because I don't need to kill you. I just need to to tear your your jacket. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Right. Uh, so uh, with that in mind, there are two suits uh, available. One that is uh, high AC, low dex. One that is uh, low AC, high dex. Now, I feel like I'm the sneakier of the two of us, Alan. And sniping is traditionally a dexterous art. But if you feel like you need that to be able to do the magic, let's be honest, you can throw explosives and I can throw individual bullets. I I, I would agree. I think, I think your ability to move quickly is more important in this case. All right, so Alan's going to be our tank, mm-hmm. and we'll move around her and make sure that she doesn't fucking die. Agreed. All right, so um, you suit up, um, and uh, what I could use from both of you is, what does your super cool sci-fi suit look like? You go first, Alan. You go. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of like... Th- to imagine it's it's like a slightly more advanced version of like an really old school diving suit <laughs> like what people would have thought a spacesuit might look like in like i don't know the 1930s or whatever <laughs> yeah so it would have been like a Jules Verne spacesuit like. yeah but uh, but at the same time, it's still like it's it has like reflection, it's like a reflective sheen, silvery sheen to you know reflect the radiation away, and and a gold sh- face shield, but right, still kind of like that porthole look. Nice, nice. yeah, you had to unlock all those through uh, the battle pass, yeah. but you know you did it within the month, <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking so it's weird, uh, like like it's it's advanced, but with weird stylistic holdovers. Totally, past. totally. So honestly, it, it is very much like uh, you see these designs in like uh, Hideo Kojima's video games, are, like full of these things. Final Fantasy pulls from this. It is just like a or like Bioshock's a great example. It's just like a jacked up. Like the 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 style is old, but there are like enough modern accoutrements to indicate that it wasn't just like drenched off the bottom of the ocean and <laughs> yes. shot into space. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. And um, of course, since uh, the, the various suits have uh, various uh, uses and needs, they, they can look drastically different. Uh, Ryan, what does yours look like? Uh, knowing it's an emergency suit that has to be put on quickly, it looks like the space suits that they wear in Star Trek, uh, I think it's First Contact, where they have to fight the Borg on the outside of the ship. So it's the kind of suit that you can kind of zip into, only it's got a big shoulder head-mounted piece with full movement that slots over it. So this looks a little a little heavier and more armored, not because it's actually armored, but just because that's the shape of, of the build with a fully glass visor that's weirdly lit on the inside. So it shows your face all cool, but also you can do stealth in it because it's a sci-fi movie and all those franchises that don't make sense where in space you shine the lights directly into your own eyes. <laughs> Look, you best believe that I had the first contact EVA suits in mind when I designed this encounter. So yes. that is the suit. Uh, yeah, Yay. great. Um, okay, awesome. Um, the only caveat uh, being, of course, that you are in the, um, the, the, the sort of like the bright yellow and black um, uh, sort of like motif of of Amazon, 
Um, in terms of stealth, uh, that literally just means that like the suit is more black than yellow. Um, the yellow is still aggressive, but it's it's uh, it's there's less of it. Yeah, and um, the first thing Declan would do once they get out of the hut is just rub as much fucking sand, like sit moon I sand. I believe the, on the suit as possible. Yeah, like the correct term is moon dust. <laughs> yeah, he he would try to get as much moon dust on it to try to throw oh, off yeah. some of the organic patterns as possible. Uh, you're gonna be able to sell that for so much on eBay when you get back planet side. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alan would do the same. Okay, sure. great. So we just have a brief moment of both of you being like a dog that's found some some dirt uh, and some sand and just like you know like rolling garbage <laughs> onto your suits, um, and then just uh, goes down shoulder first, kicking legs out. <laughs> <laughs> Honor system has to write you because uh, I learned from a, a book I listened to the other day uh, that uh, it's really fun. Like if you fall over in a spacesuit, you're just pooched. Yeah, like no one knows how to get up from because to Tyler's point, the joints are so bad. So yeah, honor system comes and like. <laughs> Gets you righted, um, but uh, yeah, okay, great. So you're both um, dirtied up enough with moon dust um, that you're you're not, you know, <laughs> beacons of of <laughs> murderable light. Um, excellent. Okay, so having done that, again, the fulfillment citadel is in the distance. Um, you have a bunch of these these uh, pods. The way this is going to work is um, sort of at each juncture of this uh you'll be able to choose sort of which pod you want to go to Mm. um as you chain your way up uh if you want a real clear visual metaphor for this uh and you play uh slay the spire it's literally just that where it's like central point two lines to next points two lines from those points to the future one uh just because these things are widely spaced enough that it would be like time prohibitive for you to go to both um whereas they chain kind of uh, forward from from each other. Uh, almost like a DNA helix, if you don't need an obscure video game reference. Um, so from the crash site, uh, or rather from the uh, the excursion center, which is your, your kind of first point, um, you do find like one of those Jurassic Park uh, maps that's just kind of like a rough, um, almost technical diagram of, of the surrounding area. Uh, it would seem that the the moon colony is well underway, but is also um, still very much under construction. Eventually, all of these pods will be linked uh, by something um, called uh, the Uber Hyperloop, um, but uh, it's still under construction. And you can see they've like laid tracks for the Uber Hyperloop, but it's not um, in any way functional yet. Um, and heaven help it if it rains. So you've got um, kind of a sense of what they're planning here. And even though they've got all the things set up, you're getting the sense that it's very much is like a, what do we need just bare bones to get this operational moving between these things will be a pain in the ass, but we'll build up the infrastructure later. Not let's build the infrastructure first, build these things. Because as you know, uh, Bezos's agenda had to be hyper accelerated, um, by, uh, the treachery of grace and typhus, as well as the, the lack of the loss of quantum energy. Um, so all makes sense with what you understand but is going to make it a bit, bit of a pain in the ass. So from this map, um, essentially the um, the areas ahead of you on the way to the, the fulfillment citadel, fulfillment citadel um, directly ahead of you um, are, are two pods that you're quite excited to see listed because they will benefit you greatly. Um, there is a, a medical bay and a tech wing. So from the looks of things, at one, uh, you'll be able to... Um, uh, recover some of the wounds you've taken, uh, perhaps bolster your health in some way. Um, in the tech wing, you'll be able to upgrade um, your technology, your weapons, uh, and possibly uh, recover things like spell slots. 
unfortunately, you can only go to one of the two. Um, and it will take you two two rounds of, of space movement uh, to to reach it. Um, from there, you'll have to travel through <laughs> a, a junction point uh, known as the Meat Lab. Um, there aren't many details about that, uh, other than the fact that it is called the Meat Lab. Uh, beyond that, um, there is uh, uh, executive housing. Uh, and the Uber Hyperloop station, um, which seems to be operational from the station to the Citadel, um, if not out further from here. In, uh, in kind of like modern terms, you can almost think of it as like an airport shuttle. <laughs> like it's it's meant to get people from the Citadel to this kind of settlement and back. Eventually, it'll be able to link up to everything, but it hasn't been been built yet. Um, so, the immediate question to you, uh, the three of you, is which of the f- two pods uh, do you travel to first? Quick technical question. Knowing there is a tech side and a medical side, would we be able to repair honor system at tech, or would he only get healed at medical? Because we do have a weird organic, mm-hmm. inorganic part um, of it. Yeah, this is, this is a matter of like... Uh, if you went to the gun store and you needed to fix your computer, you couldn't fix your computer because they were just guns. So it really is a party-wide, um, go to the place that will help you heal up or go to the place that will uh, help you arm up and I recover some of your stuff. did use all of my health dice um, or hit dice uh, on our little break in the shuttle there. Um, so Honor System is looking more hale and hearty than he was before. How are you uh, doing, Alan? And sorry, just to be clear, guys, uh, this also isn't to say you won't find more like nano patches and things along mm-hmm. the way. It just yeah. like this is, a, a, as you've probably gathered, this is the equivalent of your long rest uh, one way yeah. or the other. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I've been, I've been a lot better, but I think if we're going to make it through this, this is, this is still pretty foreign to us. I think we need to get as much of a look at any tech that can help us get through this as we can. All right. So priority is kill things so that they don't kill us rather than heal up so we can get hit harder. Exactly. Okay. Let's set out for the tech huts. What the fuck are they? They're all huts. Fuck it. Tech huts. All right. Um, and so um, stepping out of uh, the excursion center hut, um, you, uh, you see the the sort of like uh, rocky moon dust um, ahead of you. There's small craters. It's the moon. Imagine the moon. Hmm. Um, obviously, the citadel kind of sparkling as, a, as a, a, a dark knife plunged deep into the surface of the moon in the distance. Um, and uh, we have our first delightful, no doubt, uh, incredibly balletic and beautiful wonders of the, ma- the mysteries of the galaxy uh, attempt to move. So um, uh, honor system, you're not wearing anything new. You're a robot. I imagine that your your body is able to compensate for this pretty easily. So I'm going to give you advantage some, on these. Um, some comp- some uh, computation has taken place since I've already been out. For sure, yeah, for sure. And also, again, it. just like you don't have to worry about pesky, like organic mechanisms not being great at quick adjustments. Um, Alan and, and Declan, uh, basically, the way this is going to work is I'm going to need rolls just to see how uh, how well you handle uh, the, this, this this strange movement. I, I do think that Alan would 
be better than most at dealing with this just because she misty steps she dimension doors she's totally. cast a lot of feather fall she's been a bat she's used to moving i think in different ways and adapting to that yep i agree and i was actually gonna say even just with the cloak of the bat kind of tucked in and yeah. under under your suit um you can almost use that as as like a, a like to thrust you in one way or the other. Yeah. You can't fly, but um, yeah. where the, I would say that if Alan, if you weren't wearing a suit, I wouldn't actually, I would make you roll kind of at the same level that um, that you normally would or mm -hmm. not at all. The catch is that the suit is bulky. Suit um, is bulky. You're not used yeah, to wearing, wearing this much stuff. I am, however, going to give you advantage uh, or. Mm -hmm. Or not disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just going to come in level, I think. Okay. Um, Sounds good. And uh, Declan, because you're in the lightweight suit, uh, there is no no penalty on this for you, so it is just just a straight check. Right. Um, so this is going to be uh, a, a dexterity save uh, from each of you, please. Save. And you're saying I have advantage on this? Yes, sir. Okay. So this like so I'm using like reflex. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's okay. Dex, that's one. Gotcha. Ooh, that's a nine. Ooh, nine? Okay. fourteen. 14. Yep. 22. 22. Ew. So um, Declan and honor system, um, you're able to kind of take it at a bound um, uh, coming out again, like Declan, it's strange for you, but it's, it's because you're in, in a suit that's so similar to what you'd be wearing normally. You're able to compensate. It's still kind of awkward, but you're, you're able to, to kind of make do. Um, Alan, unfortunately you just, you just mm -hmm. trip. Uh, you just just stumble immediately, and you, you do drift forward, but it's just like a slow drift, um, sort of face first, just plowing uh, through moon dust. Um, Declan and Honor System, you've made it to the this sort of second quadrant. Um, you notice that uh, Alan has fallen behind you. Um, you can go back and try and help her up, um, or you can move on to the tech wing. What do you do? Tech wing hut. Honor System would go back. Yeah, okay. I think... Declan wouldn't go back, but he would be watching the surrounding area, like ready to shoot or cover. Great. Love that. Um, all right. So um, because Honor System went back, uh, you won't have to roll to get get up again. Uh, he's able to just kind of pull you to your feet. Oh, that's nice. Um, and uh, now that you've you've had your first kind of uh, tumble, um, Alan, you can also use um, athletics if you would prefer. I don't know that that's a better stat for you on this, but um, – it's it's def it's not better. Great. Uh, so let's stay with uh, reflex saves for you and uh, yeah. So for both you and and honor system, please, uh, and then we'll deal with Declan in a sec. Am I rolling with um, advantage going forward, or was that a yep. one off? No, you maintain your advantage. Okay. Oh, it's even worse, dude. That's a four. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um. <laughs> Pulls right, you back so, to your feet. You just keep rolling forward. Yeah. So too much momentum. Right I think down. Alan gets worse because she's getting frustrated. Like Fair moving enough. should not be the thing that is difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. He just fucking made a hut while falling through space. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's the little inconveniences in a wizard's <laughs> life that really that really uh, irk them. Uh, okay, so honor system, um, you make it up to, to Declan again. You notice that um, Alan has fallen. You go back, and this time uh, I think the two of you are able to just walk. It's a lot slower, and Alan, you're doing that like dumb astronaut walk where you're just kind of like, you know, Michelin manning it, uh, you know, foot in front of like penguin waddle sort of. Um Declan, in the distance, um, you see uh, a number of flares uh, come off of the, the Citadel. Um, uh, 
you also there are like a lot of like drone type things buzzing around it constantly but you distinctly see flares that i think you would recognize easily as like jump packs or something to that equivalent um they aren't like rocketing towards you it's just clear that like whatever team is meant to come figure out what the hell happened to you has launched um and uh then um as you're kind of uh, eyeing those again very f- still very far in the distance um uh alan and uh, honor system make it up to beside you and um the three of you together um one of you moving a little bit more slowly a little bit more awkwardly than the others i won't say who though um kind of uh you know plow through the uh the moon dust uh and enter the tech hut where finally you'll be able to re-equip yourselves uh, on your way to the citadel this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Cheat. Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo. This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now, before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what? What's going on? There's got to be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? Nope. Love interests? Are you kidding? Oh my god. 
You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people you left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.